0: Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all, all, things, things, geek. all things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. My name is Kali and I will be your host as we share our thoughts on ant and the Wasp Quantumania. If you haven't watched the film, save this episode for later and come back because there are going to be Spoilers. If this is your first time tuning into the Temple of Geek podcast, welcome. The Temple of Geek podcast has been around since 2012 and is hosted by various geeks from the Temple of Geek team. Here we cover all manner of geek and pop culture news and events. To our returning listeners, thank you again for tuning in. We really appreciate you being here. And without further ado, with me today is Natasha. Natasha, welcome to the podcast. Can you briefly introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'm happy
1: to. First of all, it's excited to be here. I know Kari from just all of our social media interactions. I have my own pop culture podcast called Pop Chatter, where I talk about similar geek-related culture things and yeah I saw this movie I'm excited to talk about it and I generally love talking about like MCU things Star Wars stuff that's kind of my bread and butter but just any kind of
0: geek culture stuff is is my thing awesome thank you so much for being here Natasha with us today so let's get into it what were your initial thoughts of the film I had such a
1: good time, honestly. (laughs) I I thought it was so fun. I thought it was so funny. I mean, of course, again, like you said, we're going to get into it in a in a few minutes. But what I can say is, as somebody who's been reading comic books Mm -hmm. since the nineties, this is just one of those projects that just like really felt like I was like watching a comic book and I I would say the most like that in the MCU that I've seen outside of, I don't know, I think maybe the most like it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I just thought it was really fun. I had a great time. It was visually really stunning, I felt, mm-hmm. and I just thought it had a really good balance of comedy as well so
0: yeah i'm excited to talk about it. yeah great uh but i generally feel the same way um I, to me it was a very fun and entertaining movie that's what it was you know it was it wasn't like my favorite it wasn't like oh my god this is like masterpiece and stuff but it, it was supposed yeah. it was supposed to be silly and it did what it you know it it came and did that it the uh, even some of the the corny jokes and stuff it, they hit for me you know because it was just supposed to be silly like that um and I'm not a comic book reader so you know I I don't know you know the history of a lot of these new characters and everything but I've heard from like yourself like you said that a lot of the comic readers they're like this is one of the most comic type of movie that has come out yep. from the MCU. Like it's very comic book, you know. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I I watched it too. Like the first time I I that I watched it, I was like, oh, I don't know how to feel about this movie. I was like, there's there was a lot going on. <laughs> but then I saw it a second time and I was like, listen, it's Ant-Man. It's not it's not supposed to take itself too seriously, you know?
1: So 100%. yeah.
0: So that that was pretty cool. So overall, what did you think about the story arc of the movie?
1: Yeah, so I guess here's where I get into where I feel like there's just been like a lot of controversy in the conversation about this movie. I'm going to be very real here and say the story is not the strongest mm-hmm. and that's okay. Like it, it, it didn't take away from the experience. I thought that there were definitely some kind of like weird plot holes with the character of Janet in particular, mm-hmm. specifically because it's really clear that she has such an, interest at the end of the previous ant-man movie mm-hmm. about continuing to sort of like explore the yeah, quantum yeah, realm yeah. again after coming back and then there's a shift in this movie where she is just like no i don't even want to talk about mm-hmm. it and i'm like what happened yeah <laughs>
0: like, yeah
1: so i i mean i i think like from that aspect i can understand critiques like that And to be honest, I just think it's like just a genuine like plot hole. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, I thought it was like, I loved the relationship between Scott and his daughter. You know, I I thought that there was just like a lot of people talking about like, you know, the recasting of Cassie. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that they had such um, good chemistry, but specifically from a story perspective, I really loved how she clearly just, like, is so proud of her father and, like, she's really taking after him and is also, like, frustrated that he's not doing more. I guess, like, the only other thing I would say is I think... I'm really excited to see where they go from here with Kang. Mm-hmm. I think his story was actually pretty straightforward, to be honest. And I I actually really liked that. This was honestly one of the most uncomplicated um, MCU
0: plot yeah, yeah. points.
1: He was just like, I got trapped here. I don't want to be here anymore.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes,
1: yes. <laughs> so I'm going to trick people into like getting me out of here. And I kind of liked that, you know?
0: Yeah. No, I kind of agree. that the movie was just straight to the point. There was, like, no, you know, deeper connection, deeper, you know, uh, do we have to think about what the plot is? No. It's just straight to the point. The movie came and did what it was supposed to do, get us into the quantum realm, introduce us to Kang, and, you know, set up that plot point, you know, for whatever's gonna come next and i appreciated that like you said you know it was just simple we didn't and like and and i know a lot of i've also told this of course this movie has been very controversial with everybody's discourse and stuff <laughs> like i've also heard people saying that you know the stakes weren't as high that, that maybe if somebody would have been killed like hank or janet or something but we didn't really have that in the previous to Ant-Man's movies either we didn't have anybody like dying or being super emotional like a super emotional movie or anything like that and I think you know that this Ant-Man Quantumania is just following that same that same pattern from the other two movies it's not supposed to be a deep emotional sad tragic movie It was just a fun anime movie that provided for us the introduction of Kang and what's going to be coming next. So I appreciated the movie for that.
1: Yeah, I I really agree. And like one of the things I have been thinking a lot about is, you know, this is the start of the new phase, Mm -hmm. right? So we're getting into sort of setting the stage for what's to come in this new era. And for... Phase 4 was so focused on grief and everybody moving through their grief that like honestly it was really nice to be mm-hmm. able to just go into a movie and be like hey we're having fun again <laughs> you know Yes yes like, and I and I think like that's probably what why this tonal shift has been difficult for people mm-hmm. because everything that we have been introduced to throughout phase four especially how it ended with wakanda forever Mm -hmm. is so focused on how people are dealing and moving through their grief post blip and all the things that have happened Mm -hmm. like after and during that time and this movie was just kind of getting us back to basics like Mm -hmm. it made me hopeful that we can go into a phase where there's just going to be a lot more of an adventurous tone. Mm-hmm. I hope we pick that back up with like the Marvels and all the other projects that are coming yeah. out, but yeah, for sure. I think that that's probably influencing people a little bit. Yeah. Right now, Cause
0: too. we're used to a certain tone from Marvel, you know, even though Marvel is not as dark as DC but right. there was always that tone of more ser- a little bit more seriousness, mm. even with having, you know, the the the, the funny bits and, and stuff in every other movie, even in Love and Thunder, even though Love and Thunder was also such a fun movie, it was still very emotional, you know, having yeah. lost Jane and, and everything, right? It definitely is going to take, for some people, uh, getting used to this new tone, and we're just going to mm. have to see, you know, what the rest of the shows and, and the movies are going to bring then, definitely. So, and for the next question, what did you think of Kang's motivation?
1: (laughs) Again, I love that it was just so straightforward. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, okay, I got stuck here and I'm trying to get out. I think I really loved the interactions that he had with Janet. Mm -hmm. And I've been joking about this ever since I saw this movie (laughs) that like... It was basically the Kang and Janet movie. It should have been called <laughs> Kang and Janet Quantumania. It was really a movie about them entirely. Yeah. And yeah, I I thought that he did a really good job. I mean, Jonathan Majors is incredible. Yes. And he managed to, in a movie that is so like we've talked about just like very leaning into like heavy comedy he managed to still bring such a menacing presence to the story to his character to how he interacted with the people around him Mm -hmm. where even though you didn't really see him do anything that like you know wild and the circumstances in which he was taken out were a bit on the silly side if we're just gonna be
0: honest (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, I still think that he managed to bring such a great presence and in terms of Yeah, the arc that he had in his story and his motivations. Yeah, I I like that they kept it pretty simple because I think it's going to get a lot more complex as we bring in more of the versions of him into the story. And I think we're going to learn a little bit more about this version of Kang in future movies, too, Mm -hmm. because like I think we just kind of saw him really the little like middle part in the end of his life, we didn't really see anything that like led up to what inspired people like his other versions of him to trap him here. Right. And I think that what I appreciated was he definitely like in a very common, again, in a very like comic book sort of way was just like, I don't want to say two dimensional. I don't, I want, I don't want to go that far, but like, he was just like, Hey, I conquer planets. So that's just sort of what I do. I conquer civilizations and that's just my thing. I think that we have to remember that a lot of these comic book characters that we're introduced to in the comic book stories mm-hmm. They don't always, a lot of times when we learn about their backstories, it's over, like, a longer span of time. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I'm okay with it being kind of simple. I appreciate how this movie had a really interesting theme around colonialism almost Mm -hmm. like it didn't really take it too far like we see in like like other things like you know black Black things like that but like i think there were i I was really interested in getting to see like what happens to the civilization that he actually conquers Mm -hmm. we got to see like little snippets of that yeah but yeah yeah
0: Yeah. no i agree it was Again, this movie is just basically establishing a base point, you know, a baseline of, you know, what's 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 going to happen. Who is the new big bad now and how because we obviously we got that in the end of season, uh, the first season of Loki. We got yep. an introduction, but now we're getting a little bit even more explanation. And like you said, I like that we kept it simple because it definitely looks like it's gonna get way more complicated. You know, now with yep. we saw, and you know, in the in the end credit, how we're gonna have all these different variants of Kang mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's not just Kang that's gonna be a menace. It's every all of him, all of the other yep. different ones are, are just gonna be an insanity. And then it's gonna it's gonna get way more confusing with. Uh, again explain about the whole timelines thing i'm still kind of confused about it i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's like, how does this work if it's just this one and then how did the other time uh, yeah it's a it's a whole mess but you know that's why they're taking their time and explain and telling us all these stories yeah. little by little because it's uh, i think it's going to be even bigger than what you know endgame was or thanos was because thanos was just straightforward you know i just want to get rid of half of the population of the whole universe. That's, that's it. Get these stones. We got it, blah, blah, blah. But now we're going to have all these different, you know, and then it's going to be so much science involved as well, because Kang is not like Kang is, you know, like has supernatural powers. He's just a really smart scientist, you know, and he's able to develop Mm -hmm. all this crazy tech, you know? So Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be interesting with that change there with him.
1: I very much agree with that and one of my biggest complaints about the MCU that I've had in the past mm-hmm. is how when we get a villain they just sort of kill them off and then like that's it mm-hmm. like
0: you, you you
1: do you do get to see like Thanos kind of developing his like plan or whatever like over the course of like the years mm-hmm. but like how much does he really interact with people honestly until he like comes to like his plan. And I appreciate that we have all these Kang variants that are going to be throughout the story, like in like really big ways. And I'm imagining it's going to be like a really big part of like the Loki show, especially given like the post credit scene that we saw Mm -hmm. and everything. I'm really excited to actually get to like explore Mm -hmm. a villain over a long period of time because yeah. like I feel like the MCU does not do that often. Yeah.
0: I was just thinking that how maybe people might say well where was Kang all this time during the whole you know first three phases and stuff. But I remember the, during the first three phases he who remains had just that one timeline going on right now. Yeah. So there were yeah. no other Kangs at all. Like no mm-hmm. other variants at this time. Now we're going to see them in, in that timeline, we're gonna see all the different timelines, and now we're gonna see all of them finally. But it was because of He Who Remains, we just had that one loop going on. That was just one timeline with all that craziness. Now we're gonna get that with like an, an infinite amount of timelines.
1: Yeah, it's we're really gonna crazy. see the implications. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're really gonna see the implications of what happened in the Loki finale, like, really impact. Everything Everything. else that happens in the story going Mm -hmm. forward,
0: absolutely. I'm really, yeah, yeah. Me too, definitely. So, what did you think about the decisions made by different characters in the film?
1: Oh my god, so much to say. First of all, I just had such an appreciation for Michael Douglas, just (laughs) like
0: being in the background. (laughs) He had me dying. He was, yeah, he he had me dying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I. Was I was laughing at every single line <laughs> that, that he had. I was I was obsessed with Michael Douglas yes, in this Yes, yes, yes. First of all, let's just start with Scott. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that Scott is like, listen, I did a whole lot previously you know and I just want to write my books and live in (laughs) peace and get like a free coffee every once in a while you know I'm like that would be me like it was so relatable Mm -hmm. and I was just feeling so frustrated with everybody like wanting Scott to do so much more and I was like This man literally saved the universe. He should be able to get to rest for the rest of his life. Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) it It was just so, it was so funny to like watch people get like on top of him about that. But yeah, no, I, I think like the motivations were interesting. I feel like again, I really enjoyed Cassie and Scott's relationship. Mm-hmm. There is a part of me that wished, I mean, this movie was was doing so much. Yes, it really. Like we didn't really get to see like Scott with any of his friends. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get to see like the the lack of Luis in this movie yeah. was. Heartbreaking. It really
0: was. Heartbreaking.
1: heartbreaking. Yes. But like, I, I just kept I kept I kept
0: <laughs> I was so convinced I was gonna see him at some point. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. I thought they were gonna bring their i uh, some of the crew, you know? Yeah. Yeah,
1: something. Um so we never really got to see him do that, and then we never really got to see Cassie with her mom or her stepdad. So like I just feel like there was I felt like there was something I was missing. I couldn't quite understand where Cassie's frustration with Scott was coming from. So like, I feel like they missed a step somewhere in like, explaining a little bit of that and i feel like some of that could have happened through conversations with these like other characters Mm -hmm. who've been in like previous like yeah Yeah. especially cassie's mother because she wasn't blipped as far as i know so like she was with cassie during all of that time Mm -hmm. that scott was gone so i feel like there was just like context that should have been there Yeah, yeah but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think the motivations, again, were straightforward. Like, Scott was just like, I just kind of want to rest. I'm only taking myself into this quantum realm to save my daughter, yeah, and that's yeah. pretty much it. <laughs> I will say I was not one of the people that ever thought that Scott was going to die because mm-hmm. I was just like, that's just, like, not what the Ant-Man movies do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's just, like, not. But I was genuinely... So not surprised, but when the wasp goes back in mm-hmm. to like save save him from Kang. I just felt like no emotional connection between these two characters mm-hmm, at all mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. So for that big dramatic ending, you know, I think it was supposed to be a big dramatic ending.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish <laughs> they would have done more yeah. to like get us yes, to these yes. two as a couple. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, I, I I completely agree. I think the same thing for me was that I missed having them establish more the relationships between the characters, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, I that definitely was missed in this movie. Because we, like you said, if we didn't know why Cassie was acting the way she was or how Janet and Hank and Cassie got so close to each other. Now she's calling him grandpa, you know? Yeah. And most definitely freaking Scott and Hope. Hope, yeah. There was like, I did not feel like the love, like with a romantic connection between them two. So it was just like, Aww. they felt just like, ah, oh, they're cute, you know, kind of okay we're cool we're kind of friends but we kiss and stuff like i don't know there wasn't that romanticism <laughs> there with the other movies we've had the couples actually you know show that type yeah. of relationship between them like you said if we would have felt it more between them throughout the movie like that love or romanticism that made that ending would have been like way more impactful just like you said and stuff but we didn't get that i mean the movie were so straightforward that it missed out on, you know, having us connect yeah. to the characters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The character development wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I was talking earlier about like some writing decisions, mm-hmm. like, that's kind of the biggest
0: thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. And again,
1: that's why, and that's why I say like, it was like the Kang and Janet show. Like, I, I felt, felt like
0: them to, yeah, I feel was. Absolutely, that chemistry right there was like, oh, I mean, I, I, I get it, Janet. I get it, of course. Me too. I know. I know. I mean, for thirty years, I wouldn't have even wouldn't have even needed all I that. I know time. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but again, straightforward self. So Janet letting us know, you know, obviously she didn't want to delve into the quantum realm. We figure out, they let us know why, why Cassie's doing what she wanted to do with, you know, trying to get a a signal out to the quantum realm because she didn't want what happened with Scott to maybe happen again, that they couldn't, you know, clear cut motivations definitely were there, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and last thing I will say though, is Mm -hmm. like, There really should have been a better explanation for why nobody told Janet that they were doing all of this experimentation.
0: Yeah. Like, because what did you say? They just said that all because she wasn't being too open about it. So they didn't want to like upset her. Is that what it was? I think. I don't. Yeah. I was like that's not a good enough reason like
1: you know for a fact that it's at least dangerous enough that this woman was trapped there mm-hmm. you know scott got trapped in there too yeah like of
0: all and the fact that they left the two people out who were, were the there who yes yes <laughs> like the, the experts like least, you know yeah that was that that was a little bit of like what's going on But i did hear somebody say that the difference between how janet was in the other movie or like she was okay with doing it and stuff that i think it was because the quantum worm where they ended up being was so much more deeper into the into the quantum yeah. than what they were doing in the other movie that they were just like You know, it wasn't that far in So she wasn't concerned about that because they weren't going past to where she was at. Right. You know, they couldn't get to that place anymore. Which is, okay, I get it. Because Scott was able to go in and come out, go in and come out with no problem because they weren't going so deep into the quantum realm.
1: Yeah. And I think like she, at the fact that she was also involved in making sure that it wouldn't get past that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think that that was also part of it, which is Mm -hmm. again, another reason why it is so wild that no one I could, I could understand Cassie is a child still Mm -hmm. like young at least, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, but for hope and Hank, to be that irresponsible was like didn't make sense to yeah. me honestly
0: um but i guess yeah. uh, also but i think also because they Janet didn't tell them the whole truth, they wouldn't have known that there was something that it was that was even more uh, deeper into the quantum realm. They thought it was just that little piece where Scott was at. Sure. Talking about where Scott got, he got stuck, because people are like, oh, if it was 30 years in the quantum realm, how much was it here on Earth? I think I read that supposedly the quantum realm is at the same pace as us. It's just that where Scott got stuck, it was just like a pocket yeah where time works yeah. differently so it's not the same thing yeah.
1: yeah that's that's the impression that I got that's yeah. what the people have been saying to, and that that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense to me because then you start like asking questions like well why did she age mm-hmm. and Scott like yeah yeah exactly like that. yeah um,
0: so yeah that totally makes sense to me also we know that's possible because of what happened to the aunt. I mean, the ants yep. lived a thousand years in what, in one hour or something in that pocket? Mm-hmm. So there are pockets, mm-hmm. crazy time pockets mm-hmm. in the quantum realm. So it's like a whole craziness for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah. this was a very heavy CGI movie. <laughs> what did you it think was. about it visually? What do we think about the visuals <laughs> in this movie?
1: you know again i know like a lot again it's controversial i think a lot of people were really annoyed by it or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't know it just didn't bother me it's i guess like to me it didn't look as real as like a lot of the other cgi we've seen in like other marvel Mm -hmm. projects yeah but one i'm just gonna say this like the Marvel does tend to be knocking out these projects like real close to each other. Mm-hmm. The CJ could have been stronger. Mm-hmm. And I, it is part of like why I'm excited that they are pushing back some projects like the, the Marvels, Marvels S- for instance. Mm-hmm. Because like, I'm like, give your, your artists like more time, mm-hmm. you know, to like invest in creating like better, richer CGI that mm-hmm. like looks better. But in the context of what we are looking at in this story in particular, I don't know. It was such a completely fantastical world mm-hmm. that I kind of, am okay with it looking like so completely otherworldly. Yeah. And that's sort of like how the CGI resonated for me. Yeah, And in some ways, like, kind of compared to a project like the Multiverse of Madness, which this is not me being critical of that movie, so, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I will say that when I went into the Multiverse of Madness, I was expecting, like, a lot of, like, weird, bizarre, multiversal Mm -hmm. versions and stuff like that, and we didn't really get anything that kooky. Mm -hmm. We kind of got, like, you know, like, little tiny snippets of things, but for the most part, we just got, like, earth mm-hmm. and just like a kind of slightly different version of it yeah and i kind of liked that we got introduced to something so completely weird mm-hmm. and i feel like the visuals like matched the yeah. oddity of what we were saying yeah
0: no i agree i mean and and i said it when i first came and i was like listen if you're very picky about cgi you're gonna be you know let down yeah. i'm not picky yeah. about i'm not like oh my god this is just the cgi was so bad it took me out of the experience i'm It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. And like anything having to do with the fault of the, of the visuals or anything is just because I wear glasses and there was so much going on at the same time. It was just a lot that I, sometimes it kind of got blurred to me. So it, I, I, it was just kind of, I would get dizzy at certain, I was almost getting dizzy at certain point, but of course that's just how the movie goes. It's very, you know, crazy. The camera action was like also kind of crazy at certain points. But visually, yeah, the sub, a lot of the CGI was like, oh my gosh. But like you said, because of where we were at in the quantum realm, I would figure that everything is so kooky and so weird. And so, I mean, look at the type of characters that we had in there. You know, the type of quantum <laughs> realm characters uh, that we had in there. And I love that. It was it was so different and multiverse of madness is supposed to be some, all these different universes and all of them are just like weird and what the heck is going on and why they look like this. And we got this with quantum which is, yep. I think hopefully it's going to be like a foreshadowing of what we're going to get with all these other different timelines, I didn't have a problem. Visually, it was just awesome because it was just so much colors and so many, uh, very colorful. It was a lot, again, a lot going on, but I didn't mind it at all. At all, at
1: all. Yeah, I the whole time I was like, oh my God, my niece and nephews <laughs> are going to have a ball <laughs> with yeah. this. Yeah.
0: Like I took my kids <laughs> and they were like invested yeah. in like, oh my God, what is that? And why does he look like that? And oh my God, he's so weird. But they were laughing. When Modoc <laughs> came on Forget about it. I know people are like, "Oh my god, that's so bad." It was her. Modok was so bad. It was so good. I I I loved it. I I was, I was dying laughing with Modok. I was like, "What is this ridiculousness?" I love it. It's so ridiculous is amazing. Oh my god. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like all of the critiques
1: I've just seen people give about Modoc is so interesting to me i'm like he is ridiculous in the comics he's literally a heard. giant yes. head with baby <laughs> limbs like that is literally like i don't know how they could have actually done it
0: any better yeah. this is what he looks like <laughs> that's what i've heard from all the comic readers they're like listen this is exactly how it's supposed to go It's how it's supposed to be we're not supposed to take him serious he is a serious character that could like kill you with no problem but he's also ridiculous at the same time i was like okay so if that's if that's what it is they they definitely got that down because i was dying the whole time yes i was i was dying Oh my gosh. It was awesome. And then I love the ants too. Like I love the explanation of the ants, you know, yeah, that was, so, that was really cool. And then, cause I've seen people, oh my God, Ken got overed by ants. You know, if ants yeah. existed at that size in the real world, we were all be so much screwed, screwed. We, we would be dead. Actually, that's what we. They are be the <laughs> strongest, you know, for their size. They are the strongest, I believe. Uh, uh, yep, that they are. Yep. 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 And yep. imagine in thousand years they got so so smart, technologically advanced, and 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 maybe even their tech was even more advanced than Kang's at that point. You know, I
1: just yeah, I I felt that the explanation for the ants absolutely made sense. Like again, I said this earlier, of course. Watching Tang get beaten up by a bunch
0: of ants (laughs) was silly. It was. Yes, absolutely it was. (laughs) But for some reason it makes sense to me because of what the ants, you know, the explanation that they gave us. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It just makes it. Yeah, exactly. To me, I'm like, this is just like the kind of story that we are telling for this. Mm -hmm. And like, we're going to get other movies that are going to take stuff, a lot more serious. We're gonna get other stories that are gonna be silly as mm-hmm, well. Like mm-hmm. I just think that um, there are aspects to the story that just make a lot of visual sense and make sense in terms of um, yeah, like the ants and mm-hmm. and things like that. Because like, I mean. yeah we're we're just in a very like weird different fantastical world that we just haven't seen yet in Mm -hmm. the mcu Mm -hmm. um and i think like we are going to get like darker stuff with kang later on and it will not be quite as easy to defeat him Mm -hmm. in future
0: projects but in this one he got taken out by hand. So I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> Not only that, he wasn't in his. That wasn't. He was still stuck in the quantum realm. He did. Yeah. Regardless, his powers were limited there. Yep. You know. Yep. And he wasn't yep. in his little chair that actually gave him more of that power. That you know, yeah. this is chair, the ones that would give him a lot of his power. So I get it. It and and again, I'm just. I was just like, this is so awesome because it's so it's 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 so different from a lot of the things like. Ants? Ants out of everything. But it was cool. It was fun. I, I didn't mind I didn't it at all. That. Yeah. Did you think any were there any standout performances for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Major stole the show. I mean, he just was incredible. He really elevated this movie by mm-hmm. quite, quite a bit. So again, I'm just so excited to see more of him. Um, And again, I really loved the kind of interlude in the middle of the movie where we learned more about like his relationship with Janet, like they're working together. I just thought that they had like a lot of chemistry on screen. I thought that they were the strongest performers, just generally. Yes. Yeah, I like, think personally. so too. They 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 managed to like give very grounded performances in a very chaotic film Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I really I really liked them a lot again I really enjoyed Cassie I think despite the fact that I think the writers could have done a little bit of a better job with her I think the actress did a great job with Mm -hmm. what she was given yeah and very, again, I'm very excited to see her and just generally, like, really every time, like, a new young person is, like, introduced, I'm like, ooh, the young Avengers are coming. I'm
0: so excited. <laughs> That's so, true. That is so wait. true.
1: Yeah. And I can't wait till some of the young people start actually meeting each other. Yes. Um, but yeah, I uh, I thought that those were probably the standout mm-hmm. performances. You know, I think that Paul Rudd is always consistent. You know, like I like Paul Rudd. I think he gave a consistent performance, like mm-hmm. he always does. Yes, I think that like really Jonathan Majors and Michelle Pfeiffer mm-hmm. were really the standouts. Jonathan Major
0: especially, but yeah. like those two. The yeah, standouts. it's gonna be the same for me because especially with um how the movie was just you know very we keep saying ridiculous and silly and, and, you know, and (laughs) just out of this world, the Janet and, and Kang were like the, the more serious tone of the movie. It just kind of grounded it more, you know, with how they were performing, how they were interacting with each other, their stories. And, you know, just Kang, obviously he wasn't being goofy or funny or quirky or whatever. He was just Mm -hmm. serious about his thing. He, he, he knew what he wanted. That's all he was thinking about. He he didn't have time yeah. to mess around, you know. Yeah. And I enjoyed yeah. I enjoyed that performance from him to kind of ground the movie a little bit from all the all the other craziness that was going on. And then him <laughs> together with Janet, that was just a great perform. Like their interaction was so freaking awesome. I I definitely enjoyed it. It was so yeah. It was so
1: good. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like I uh have already said this but michael douglas comedy perfection like i just thought that he was so great as hank pym Mm -hmm. he knew he like really knew the assignments in this movie i don't know how like (laughs) yeah yes he just just, you could tell he was having such a good time Mm -hmm. with like what he was being given yes and I think that while I really enjoyed Paul Rudd, I think sometimes I think he was falling under the weight of, like, um, needing to be so many different things to so many different characters. Yeah. Um, and, like, Michael Douglas was just there for comic relief, and he was just, like, just
0: home runs every yeah. time. I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing that I want to bring up was, like, cause I think we spoke about it on Twitter, how we could see some similarities with Star Wars. Oh, my God. That was, like, someone was like, when the first thing that was, when they got to the cantina, to, like, the bar. Yep. I was like, oh, this is just, like, the cantina with all these different <laughs> aliens and weird-looking, you know, <laughs> characters and stuff. <laughs> Literally. I mean, this, the the two...
1: The cantina, absolutely. I was like, by the time we got there, I was just full on like laughing at how (laughs) wild it was. But even before that, um, when we are introduced to the, um, I don't even know what those creatures were called, but like they were basically um, Tuscans. They looked exactly like Tuscans.
0: Oh my God, yes, they did. You're absolutely correct. They did.
1: I was screaming. <laughs> I was I was I kept I was with a friend of mine who's like not a Star Wars person mm-hmm. at all and like I kept like whispering to them and she was like I don't know what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get over it and then there were even like little like robed creatures that had, that had
0: glowy eyes, eyes that, right, like, and I was, was. was. Yes. oh my god, <laughs> I mean, and even That's going funny. bigger, like, we had K- Kang coming and taking over all these different worlds in the quantum realm, like Emperor Palpatine did, you know, and imposed yep. his will yes. on everybody else. Yeah, I was like, yeah. dude, <laughs> no, and, <laughs> the, and then the, the last thing that I remember was when, um, when everybody came together. Uh, at the end, I was like, mm-hmm. this is the Rise of Skywalker. There are more of us. Yep. <laughs> you know, when Everybody yeah. just came out of nowhere. All the ships. Yep.
1: Yep. A hundred percent. I I mean, I think the director is named Perry, Peyton, Peyton mm-hmm. Reed. Um, Peyton Reed uh, must be a Star Wars fan. Yeah. That, that is the only explanation for this. I, because, I, I, like,
0: I'm so serious right now. It's <laughs> serious. <laughs> Like, oh my god, like, Star Wars. I, I was with my boyfriend, and I was like, You see, he's like, Yo, that Star Wars, light. like, does not continue? I'm like, You're right. I'm like, we were like going back and forth too, you know.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I was basically like, um, I know I think about Star Wars a lot of the time, but
0: like this is not <laughs> just me. <laughs> 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 no, definitely, definitely. You know there yeah. were the undertones there, so that was really cool. Um, so good, I loved it. So, you know, now with this new phase starting, are you, uh, do you think, did this movie or, or or anything that happened in the movie and stuff, is this getting you more, like, excited for what what's to come now with the MCU, with these new faces?
1: Yeah, I think kind of similar to what I was saying earlier, um, I'm really excited because... Um, I really enjoyed phase four again you know I think like people have been weird about phase four Mm -hmm. that's a conversation for another day yeah I but what I will say is it was really nice to have this tonal shift Mm -hmm. and it's made me like really excited for like um, the fun energy, um, you know that we're going to like hopefully see in this yeah. like new phase, um, you know I I know I've brought up the Marvels quite a few times. That's not the next movie coming up, but mm-hmm. it's the one that I am most excited. Yeah, know. that looks
0: amazing for sure.
1: Yeah, it looks so it looks so amazing, and like I loved um Ms. Marvel the show so much, and I just want more of that sort of fun energy Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of what I'm that's kind of what I'm looking for because it's sort of like we got Infinity War we got Endgame and then we just got like a bunch of projects that Mm -hmm. again were wonderful great beautiful writing such a such a diversity Mm -hmm. of storytelling but like it was just so rooted in like grief and trauma that i am very excited for just kind of going back to like the basics of just Mm -hmm. like having like fun adventures again yeah yeah for sure um so i kind of i love that kind of reset in the tone it made me really excited for what's to come that's
0: good i definitely agree with you that i'm i'm excited for what's to come in the mcu um and, yes, a little bit more fun, like you said. Because, like, uh, you said that we were going to get the Young Avengers, and I'm sure that's going to be very fun mm-hmm. and, and 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 quick and fast, and it's not going to be all super serious because they're teenagers. They're kids. Yeah. Well, so of course, they're going to be having fun while they go and save the world or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 going to be a nice change. But, we, I mean, we're definitely going to get more serious. So we still have the characters from the Eternals that are going to be around, and they're, you know. Yep. That, that's, you know, they're more serious about the, the, the things. We, hopefully when we get Blade, that's also going to be a little bit more darker tone. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's going to be fun for sure. Um, a good any, mm-hmm, any final thoughts? I,
1: th- I think the only other, you know, thing I would say is just I invite you to really if you're a person that went and saw this movie and were just like i didn't really care for it that's okay that is totally fine um and i think you're allowed to like or not like whatever projects you want i just think that let's be open to different kinds of storytelling because that's what is so great about the MCU that we have such a diversity of different kinds of stories and the different ways Mm -hmm. we tell stories. And it's not always going to be like the same tone and, you know, the same sort of thing every time that would get really boring Mm -hmm. like after a while. So yeah, I just want people to, to invite
0: people to be open to that. Um, there's that's it. There's yeah. stories for everybody. If you didn't like one, then exactly. you have the other one, and that's exactly. for any 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 nerdum, including exactly. Star Wars, because you know we have a lot exactly. of problems with that. Very much. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to thank you for being a guest on the podcast today. Thank you so much for oh, coming yeah. on, Natasha. I really appreciate it. Do you want to let so the much. people know where they can find you on the social media again?
1: yeah sure um so you can find me um on twitter um personally um and also tiktok uh under at n-k-n-a-p-p-r so again it's at n-k-n-a-p-p-e-r and then you can also find me on my podcast on twitter um again it's pop Chatter pod cast um but you can find me at pop chatter pod so p-o-p-c-h-a-t-t-e-r p-o-d um we've been on a little bit of a hiatus because like me and my co-host Lindsay have just been like ships in the night and like sick <laughs> <were> <laughs> but like we're both healthy again mm-hmm. so we're gonna get back to like recording stuff uh later this week um but yeah, that's about it.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And then yeah. you guys can find me uh, on Twitter and on TikTok as @starguarstia and also on Instagram as Scotty Skywalker. Uh, so this is going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek podcast. We want to thank everyone who tuned in today and especially our guests for being with us today. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Facebook or Twitter by using the handle Temple of Geek you want to check out some of our other episodes or shows why don't you head over to templeofgeek.com where you will find all sorts of content that pertain to the world of please follow us on twitter at temple of geek follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash temple of geek and remember to visit templeofgeek.com your one stop for all things geek goodbye this will conclude our transmission